Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Your Will Be Done. Let's pray. Father, I'm so thankful that you're a merciful God. You're a wonderful God. You're a loving God. Thank you for loving us and sending your son, Jesus, to die on that cross at Calvary. We come hungry, Father, for more of your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, Your Will Be Done. My friends, have any of you out there besides me missed the will of the Father in your life in an area or two? Of course we have. That is why God's mercies are new each and every day. But God wants us to live a life of victory in Jesus, growing each and every day as we spend time in church and in prayer and in reading our Bibles, etc. We'll continue to grow in the things of God and become more proficient at knowing the will of God, hearing the will of God, and then doing the will of God. This should be our heart if we are a born-again believer, saying, Father, your will be done in my life, not my will. Unfortunately, our flesh does not want to do the will of the Father. It wants to do what makes the flesh feel good. But don't be discouraged if we mess up. We just repent and start over. Let's start today in Luke chapter 22, verse 38 in the Amplified Bible. They said, look, look, here are two swords. And he said to them, it is enough. 39, and he came out and went, as was his habit, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. 40, when he arrived at the place called Gethsemane, he said to them, pray continually that you may not fall into temptation. Folks, this is one important key that Jesus gave us here is prayer. Prayer helps keep us in the will of God. 41, he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. Talking about Jesus here, of course. 42, saying, Father, If you are willing, remove this cup of divine wrath from me, yet not my will, but always yours be done. My friends, Jesus is such an amazing example. He told the Father, whatever the Father's will was, that was his will. 43, now an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him, and being in agony, deeply distressed and anguished, almost to the point of death, he prayed more intently. And his sweat became like drops of blood falling down on the ground. 45, when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping from sorrow. 46, and he said to them, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not fall into temptation. There it is again, another recommendation from Jesus. How we can stay in the will of the Father is constant prayer and spending time with him. Let's go to Matthew 6, 5 in the Amplified Bible. Also, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray publicly, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, so that they may be seen by men. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, they already have their reward in full. 6. But when you pray, go into your most private room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. 
7. And when you pray, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. 8. So do not be like them praying as they do, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. 9. Pray then in this way. So folks, Jesus is teaching us how to pray right here. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. My friends, we could go on with the rest of the prayer, but I want to stop here today and focus on this key point. Jesus said, your kingdom come, your, the Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We could talk for hours about this one verse. See, there's no sickness in heaven. We're supposed to pray on earth as it is in heaven. There's no poverty in heaven. There's no sadness in heaven. Some people really twist the Bible into saying things it does not say, that we're supposed to go through all these things because of the Father. But no, we have an enemy, and his name is Satan, and he steals, kills, and destroys. But our will should be to do the Father's will and to serve him. Will we have challenges? Yes, because most of the world is living for the devil, and we have to fight them in the spiritual realm and our flesh, which wants to do the wrong thing. Well, let's go on here to Matthew 26, 41 and 42. Keep actively watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Folks, our spirit, man, we're born again, is willing. It wants to do the Father's will, but our body is weak. And again, we're challenged here to watch, to keep our focus on God, and to keep a life of prayer. 42, he went away a second time and prayed, saying, My Father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. My friends, again, Jesus, such an amazing example, did everything that was the Father's will. Now let's go to Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 3 in the Amplified. Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. My friends, a big part of doing the will of God is to present our bodies, a living sacrifice, holy. See, in these end times, the devil has twisted so many people, of course the world not living for Jesus, but so many people that profess to be Christians living dirty lives, thinking God is okay with that, but he's not. Two, and not to be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Three, for by the grace of God given to me, I say to every one of you, not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. Folks, part of doing the will of God is not thinking too highly 
of ourselves in our thoughts. Now, John 6, 38 in the Amplified, For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. My friends, again, Jesus, speaking very plainly that he's here to do the Father's will. Now, closing today, Psalm 143.10 in the Amplified, Teach me to do your will so that I may please you, for you are my God. Let your spirit lead me on level ground. My friends, we have to choose to follow God's will. If we just roll along in the stream of life, we're going to do what our flesh wants us to do, and that's becoming very, very prominent now in these last of the last days. But we need to be in the minority. See, there's a narrow path to heaven and a wide path to hell. We need to choose not to go the world's ways, making the flesh feel good, do what you want to do, sexual perversion, you name it, just is growing, it's growing and growing in these end of the end times. But we have to stay with Christ and be in Christ and stay in the will of the Father, and we'll have a glorious time in heaven coming very soon. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your will. Your will is your word, Father. We know your will because we can read your word, Father, and we hear the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit that guides us. Thank you for helping us. We repent when we've missed you, Father, and choose to move forward with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at Celebrate Jesus Ministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.